0: Well, good morning, everyone. (laughs) It is lovely to be at home. Uh, It's lovely to be here on a beautiful Sunday morning. And it's lovely to be reminded through communion that the Almighty God, the Creator God, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, is with us. How amazing. Well, it's been a start to the year, hasn't it, where many people in our community and beyond are on edge. Fire, flood, new viruses, the economy having some challenges. And so much of the time we are reminded that there is so much that can impact us. And God has always said from Genesis 3 on that this world created by Him, beautiful and majestic and awesome, would, with people demanding to be in charge, also be a place of pain and of sorrow. And we've always had to face fear. But God has always given us another option. Him. He is the one who is with us. Now, one of my favorite times of the year is January in Melbourne. I live in Melbourne. Uh, I go to Essendon Baptist Community Church and there are members of our church who are drivers for the tennis and the Australian Open takes over Melbourne for two weeks and I always go on the middle Saturday with Deidre and this year Heather came along with us. Now, last year, through my work, I was also offered a ticket where I could go on a Friday night and sit in the corporate section down the front. One of the directors wasn't able to go, and I got their ticket. The way that it worked was that I had to go to a special section before the gate to go and collect my ticket, and then I would be allowed in to join a marquee for some dinner and then go into Rod Laver Arena. Well, after work, I dutifully went to the ticket centre and uh, showed an email that said, yes, I was the person entitled to the ticket, and handed it to a girl at the desk. She then proceeded to look for my ticket, and it seemed to take a very long time. She shuffled through envelopes on the desk, she went out the back, she came back to the front, she shuffled through envelopes on the desk, she went back and came back, and then she eventually said, here you are, and handed me an envelope. And I looked at it and I said, I'm sorry, this is not my ticket. There written on the front was John Newcomb, six tickets. (laughs) And I handed it back to her and she said, Are you sure that's your number? And I said, I'm pretty sure I am not John Newcomb. And I'm very sorry to say that as much as I would like to, I do not know John Newcomb. She went, oh. She put the envelope down and she said, well, take a seat and I'll look after it. And off she went again. After quite a long time, she came back to me sitting down and she said, look, the only thing we can do is we will let you in You go to the marquee, and they might have your ticket there. I said, okay. So I got let in. I found my way to the marquee. I went to open the door, and a bouncer came from the side and said, you cannot go in. Where's your ticket? (laughs) And I proceeded to explain to him why I did not have a ticket. While that was happening, a young woman opened the door and said, Are you Robin? I said, Yes. And she said to the bouncer, It's okay. She's with me. And I walked into the marquee and there was my ticket. I was only there for a few minutes when the door opened and who should walk in? John Newcomb. (laughs) He was there at that marquee and all along that ticket at the desk had been my ticket. But I had never imagined that I would be at the tennis with John Newcomb. Well, as amazing as it is to be at the tennis with John Newcomb, how more amazing is it to be in life every single day, every minute, every second with the creator of the universe. Our God is with us. Our Bible reading this morning is from the book of Isaiah. And then we'll also go to the New Testament. Both of the passages we will look at today are very well-known passages. First one is Isaiah chapter 41, verses 8 to 10. So Isaiah 41, verses 8 to 10. But as for you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, my chosen one, descended from Abraham, my friend, I have called you back from the ends of the earth, saying, You are my servant, for I have chosen you and will not throw you away. Don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. So a well-known passage, and I remember very much being in youth group here and singing, Fear Not, for I am with you. Fear not, for I am with you. A very common chorus. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. This particular passage was written at a time for God's people when they were in desperate straits. The edges of their homeland had been invaded by the Assyrians and some of the people of Judah had already been taken away into exile. And Isaiah, just two chapters before these verses, had warned their king that around the corner were another army, the Babylonians. And this time they would take away everything, everything out of the palace, everything out of the community, including the people, their homes, their children, their livestock. It would all go to Babylon. And it's hard to fathom how much grief and depth of loss that would represent to be carried away from your home, yet into that time is when God speaks these words to his people. Do not fear for why I am with you. We're just going to look at two parts of those four words. I am with you. First of all, it really matters who the I is. So I am with you. Who is prepared to say that they are with us? If we go back to my tennis story, I could have been standing outside that door till I was blue in the face saying, I'm with them, that's my spot, that's my ticket. What changed was when the woman opened the door and she said, I am the one with your ticket. Do you see, who the I is really matters, and the I is God. Almighty. God says, I am with you, and only because of that we can say we are with Him. It is all possible because He said, I am with you. Secondly, notice God says, I am with you, not you can see me. Don't be afraid, I am with you. Not don't be afraid, you can see me. Sometimes you notice children will be terrified if they lose sight of their mum and dad. They can be standing just a few metres away, but if they don't see them, they can become very scared. The child may never ever have been in danger, but their inability to see makes them afraid. God doesn't make this do not be afraid dependent on us. On New Year's Eve, I drove back from Kerrang to Melbourne to go to a concert in the Arts Centre right in the middle of the city with some friends. The concert went till about eleven thirty at night and we decided it was a beautiful evening. There were thousands of people in the city. So rather than rush back home, we would go for a walk. And along St. Kilda Road is a beautiful long boulevard going out from the art centre of 100-year-old elm trees. And so we were walking along under the elm trees with hundreds of other people, and we heard this funny crack. Now, I thought it was a stray firework that had gone off a bit early. But within seconds, bang, a branch had fallen down about that long and on that branch was a possum, (laughs) looking like a surfer but on four legs. (laughs) We were startled, he or she was just as startled and stood there, stunned, Within seconds, hundreds of people had their phones out (laughs) taking photos of this little possum who, in time, recovered, wasn't hurt, and then scampered back up the tree. Now, we had no clue whatsoever that that possum was there in the trees. And if that branch hadn't have broken... We would never have seen that possum. But did it change the fact that the possum was there? No. See, God knows that our ability to see is constrained in this world. We are limited. But it never changes the fact that He is there. He is with us always, and he's promised to be with us always, forever. So it matters who the eye is. It doesn't matter whether or not we can see him. Yesterday I drove up from Melbourne, I was on my own, so I put my music up really loud and I sing really loud. (laughs) I also put my music on shuffle. That means I have no idea what song is going to come next out of my music library. And it's not uncommon that one of the songs that pops up is a Christmas carol. So, yesterday I was singing along to Christmas carols. And in some ways, I think that's not too bad. It's great to celebrate Christmas all year round and to be reminded that God is with us in Jesus. Our second Bible reading this morning is from Luke chapter 2, it's a Christmas reading. And it's Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 14. And many of you will know this very, very well. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 14. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, "'Don't be afraid,' he said. "'I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. "'The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord,' has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven. And peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Throughout the Christmas story, so many times people are told, don't be afraid. Zechariah in the temple, Mary when the angel of the Lord comes to her, and the shepherds in the field. It's completely incredible that at the one time people should be most terrified when they are face to face with the messenger of the almighty God, their creator, the one who with a word could eliminate them for eternity. It is then God also says, don't be afraid. God is so good when he knows at those points in time when our fear of him will be a barrier, the very first thing he does is to take it away, to say, don't be afraid God wants to interact with us. He knows we'll be scared, and yet his words to us are comfort. Don't be afraid. So God says, do not be afraid. I am with you. Do not fear, not because there's nothing to be afraid of, not because we are strong, because we are resilient, because we are capable. No, God says, do not be afraid because I am with you. One of my absolute favorite quotes, which I came across last year, and is attributable to Billy Graham, is one with God is a majority. One with God is a majority. With God, we do not have to be afraid. No matter what happens no matter whether we're standing in a crowd of thousands of people or we're standing alone, what matters most is that God is standing with you. And he has promised to forever. And all that he asks us to do is to trust him And trust that the life he has called us to live is the life with him. So blessings to all of you as you continue to stand in the majority. Standing with God wherever you are. Let's pray. Father God, you are great, almighty, Alpha and Omega, and we thank you for your promise and assurance that whatever life brings, you are with us. We thank you for the extraordinary privilege it is that you stand with us. And we thank you for the gift of Jesus And we pray for our community and beyond, that for those who are afraid, for those who are worried about what the future brings, that Jesus, they will meet you and know that you have eternity in your hands. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.